For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Fragments of Silicon, counting down the days until we get to go to Alola. Thank you for that microphone blast. <laughs> no, it, I think somebody's got their headset a little too close to their uh, face. That might be Twilight. Yeah. Um, like, it was his that. thing that lit up last time. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, so welcome to another installment of Fragments of Silicon. I'm your host, Adam, and joining me as always are uh, Gollitz. Hello. Teddy Fan. Yo. And Twilight. Yo. All right, um, let's see. So we're doing things a bit differently this week. Uh, we mentioned this on the Sunday reviews, though if you haven't listened to those, and there's a chance you haven't, um, that's another thing we, uh, hopefully we can do next year, better advertising of the reviews. Although I mm-hmm. suppose that uh, depends on how well the websites are built. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so... Um, if you remember last week, we mentioned that we were supposed to have an interview with Adult Swim Games or a developer, uh, uh, or actually uh, Fireface, the, the actual developer of the game we're reviewing after this, um, Small Radio's Big Televisions. And um, scheduling just couldn't be worked out, So, and we don't have anything available until very late January. And thus, um, another canceled interview, basically. You know, mm-hmm. um, given that it's almost Thanksgiving, I uh, really didn't want to shoot for a serious attempt to replace the um, I- interviewee. So we're doing a... Uh, we're, we're basically doing two shows tonight. We're doing, this trunca- we're doing a truncated panel show. That's probably only going to go half... You know, it's basically going to be the news, then uh, the panel discussion, and then we're going to break, and then we're going to come back with a review of the game we got. I mean, that's the thing. I got a code of the game to review, and considering Thanksgiving is next week, um, the only time we could really review this game is today. So that was the thing that was going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, thus... Uh, Anyway, so that's the plan of events as it is now. Um, Outside of that, I'll get to my news in my segments. 
Um, so let's get to um, this week. Let's start with Twilight. Well, let's see here now. Well, as I said last week, there's wildfires. Tells me not to be too much to be concerned about the right now. And this weekend, I went to the theaters and saw Doctor Strange. Yeah, I I was planning on seeing that, and then last week happened, and I just kind of lost all desire to watch. Uh, <laughs> is it one of good. those where you need to watch any of the other Marvel movies, or can you watch it on its own? Yeah, you could watch it on its own. There is like little to no connection to the like Avengers stuff. Those are are going to be connecting. The fans going to be involved in what they're trying to get ready for. <laughs> yeah, it. I'm a Doctor Strange fan, so I kind of want to go see this, even if it comes on Redbox, just rent it. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good if you're not bothered by the uh, cultural issues inherent with the character, as it were, and with the adaptation that they had to make because they sell these movies in China and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, for those who don't know, Doctor Strange is um, based a, a lot in Oriel and Orientalism, I believe it's called. It's yeah, his 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 mentor was originally a Tibetan, but you can't talk about Tibet in China, so they changed it to Nepal. Right. Uh, and yeah, he's kind of one of the characters that. I mean, it's an old character, and back when it was created, this was more or less accepted that it was a white guy using Asian mysticism, although. The original character designs before he became a regular in the comics were also a little bit less uh, definite that he was a white guy. But anyway, some people are upset because uh, there's some cultural appropriation inherent in the character's history, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm familiar with And to that, I say welcome to Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and aside or, from that, honestly, I don't think Doctor Strange is quite as bad about it as uh, Iron Fist is, but whatever. And that's a TV show. But yeah, if that doesn't bother you, I hear it's a pretty good movie. Iron Fist or Iron Man? Because Iron Man had, you know, the Mandarin. Iron Fist. Okay. Uh, who is a white guy who uh, uses Chinese, who goes to, like, Tibet or China and learn super Chinese martial arts that make him better at it. Hmm. Hmm. And right. a lot of people were saying before they did it that it would have been really, it would actually be a really good idea to cast uh, the main character of Iron Fist as an Asian American. <sighs> but they didn't. Hmm. Sorry. Well, welcome to comics anyway. <laughs> In general. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and besides the movie, uh, Monday, I went to um, Huntington, West Virginia, to the mall for Christmas shopping. Didn't really get much of that done, though. And besides that, uh, not much else, really. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Let's go next. <laughs> uh, Golks, do you want to go next? Um, I guess so. Um, I'm really looking forward to Pokemon Sun and Moon coming out in uh, a couple days. Uh, I have not... I've spoiled myself on some of the stats and stuff for new Pokemon, but not, like, everything about it, and not on the story, so hopefully I will be able to 
get through these games in a pretty decent amount of time. There's uh, some pretty interesting stuff, uh, apparently. So that'll be good. Um, let's see. Um, video game-wise, I have made a character in Xenoverse 2 for when we reviewed that in a while, but uh, not much more than that. And I'm not sure if I want to use that character as my permanent character anyway. There's uh, a, yeah, there's a few weeks to figure that out. Yep, and, Just uh, be forewarned before you go too deep into it, creating a new character is basically like making a new save right now. Oh, yeah, I, I know that. Okay, I just didn't want you to, you know, get multiplayer unlocked, make a new character, and then, uh, oh, crap, I have to go unlock multiplayer again. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm trying to decide whether I want to do a melee thing or a key range attack thing or mm-hmm. what. And honestly, the things that the races all differ in are slightly less intuitive for someone who hasn't really played the game before, so I'm not sure what I'd be best with. So... I'm just thinking about that. Because this is actually allegedly a good game, even though I'm not that great at it. It, it has yes, potatoes with flaws. Yes, potatoes, and if I'm aware that the entire Pokemon Sun and Moon has been leaked online in the past week, uh, that's the people who have been hacking that apart are where I was getting most of the information about stats and stuff. I just have been avoiding the story stuff, so I'm not super... Uh, spoiled on it, and apparently a lot of the people that were playing online with those were uh, have been had their consoles banned. Yeah, so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for them I have no sympathy. Piracy does not pay very well. <laughs> well, depends on how you uh, enable it. Yeah, it's like depends on what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, going going Play, online. Yeah, with playing games. online is just stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, college, I know I knew somebody who had a modded Xbox um, that they couldn't put online for this very reason. You know? Yeah, that's just. I mean, even aside from piracy, the ethics of piracy, that's show, that's displaying a lack of skill at piracy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, not a whole ton else uh, in video gaming news. In role playing game, I've been spending a lot of time for the Pathfinder game we're playing at, uh, on the weekends uh, planning buildings and stuff because kingdom building takes time and effort but uh, yeah not a whole ton of that and uh, luckily I managed to get a good amount of the game we're reviewing tonight played so hopefully I should be able to talk about that some did you manage to finish it? I did not I was hoping to get home early but that didn't happen Maybe I'll play some while we're talking. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. I, Petty Pam, I believe it's uh, your turn. Oh, boy. Well, I guess in video game news, I have... I'm also waiting for Pokemon Sun and Moon. I have Moon pre-ordered at GameStop, and I will be trying to pick that up on Friday. In more personal life, I have just received word that my mother needs shoulder surgery... So, oh, that's going to be fun, because she, she injured her shoulder at work a few months ago. And it seems that the physical therapy did not help, and she's going to have to have, I think, um, some ligament repaired? Or something like that. So she's going to be out of commission for at least six to eight weeks. 
Mm. Which means... So, you know, Universe Hates Petty Fan theme song, cute yeah. here. Well, because of that, I was going to go see the doctor on the 28th about my knee that I've injured. But now that's going to be pushed back for a long time because the doctor's office isn't open on Saturdays and my father has a day off. So I have no way to get down to the doctor's office. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. So yeah, I'm basically going to be hopping around or hobbling around on a bum knee for a few more weeks, possibly almost two months. Hmm. So, yeah, that's about it for me. Adam, tell us something a little happier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, uh, well, um, in my family news, um, my younger brother is about to have his second kid um, this Friday, I believe. Uh, Yeah, um, just got my um, package for uh, some baby stuff. Like, uh, let's see. Uh, And yeah, I mean, obviously he's looking forward to it. To the I'd hope so, or else that'd be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and like I think he's supposed to move in the spring. Oh, that's going to be fun with a baby. Oh, he's got, uh, he's got another kid. I'm like, he's mm. three, four now? Like, ah. like I think... Yeah, he's four. he's four. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, he'll be four next month, I believe. Uh, that's, what, that's what's tripping me up. His birthday's coming up. I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, yeah, and... Uh, Outside of that, nothing too notable um, around um, the home life. Uh, Let's see. Um, In business news, Mac has finally announced a return date of MSP Season 12. I'm like, I believe he said it was going to be, well, at least the week of January 20th. Like, uh... Probably the 18th. Like, pro- maybe maybe the actual 20th. Like, uh, I don't know. It, it's like he wanted to be back uh, and, t- you know, he wanted to be back in time for igno- Inauguration Day. Because we're going to be having fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe not well, fun, but I'm like, it's certainly going to be uh, lively, let's just say. Mm. You know, we've got presumably four years of Donald Trump to deal with. You know, that is if he survives. I'll be honest. Well, not that we're wishing it violence towards him or anything like that. No, but he keep in mind he's seventy years old. Like, yes. You know, he, he, but I just wanted to make that clear before somebody from the FBI shows up at our doors. I'm like, I doubt even when Trump takes office, they're going to be listening to us. Well, yeah, it's still better to cover your bases than yeah, have to deal with the fuzz. Like, and I'm not even talking about like death. So, you know, I'm talking about he could resign. He could, you know, uh, something like that. You know? mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I know everyone's been having a lot of anxiety over 
that particular issue, but you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that in January. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the schedule for the rest of the year for uh, Fragments has been uh, um, decided <clears throat> pending, you know, uh, guests. Like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's the busy season, and, you know, this is the second show this month that we've had a guest drop out because, you know, the scheduling just didn't work out. You know, this may happen in our final stretch of uh, programming, so, fair warning there. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the season finale will be December 21st, and we're going to take two weeks off, and we'll come back January 9th. And um, I, you know, I recall Mac talking that he wanted to revamp things, but... Given how much uh, stuff he has to deal with at any given time, I don't know how that's going to play out. I mean, you know, we've been talking about plans for 2017, and you know, we kind you know we kind of want to change up things. I'll, I'll be honest. You know, we've been doing this show for what three years now, and at least yeah, a, a little actually a little more than three years. And, you know, honestly, you know, I'm not saying the show's going to end or anything, but, you know, it, you know, things are pretty flat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, we got our audience, uh, we do have the people that show up, but, you know, we're having a hard time getting our name out there. You know, it's like Growth is the word for the industry. Yeah, you know, it's like... What industry? Every industry. Um... Yeah, but, uh, you know, and figuring out ways to do that has been on our agenda. It's just, you know, Mac has, like, for example, we're trying to get our show onto uh, the Google Play Store, which is a fairly notable market. I'm like, uh, well, not only that, but right now there's not many video game related podcasts on there. Yeah. But so meaning we'd have audience at least for a little while. Yeah. The point is, um, tried to set that up about oh geez, what six months ago? Mm-hmm. It was you know it's like it was a while ago. But um, the way the um, hookup works between our our current program, uh, you know, talk shoe here and uh, Google is only he can access it. Like it asks for his email address. Yeah. So, you know, otherwise this would have been done. And he, you know, keep asking. And he keeps, you know, he keeps saying, you know, he's got too much to do. So, and I know people have been asking for the program on Android. It came up Mm -hmm. uh, not too long ago. We do have a solution. Um, The Podcast Addict app, I believe. You know, it's like... Um, you'll see it, like, um, if you go to the website, uh, you'll see it. It's the last link in the um, promo of the week. You know, that's another thing that um, we've been talking about, revamping the website. Because, you know, th- there's kind of a disconnect between the website and where the sh- and show availability. Mm. Like, you know, we got the most recent episode there on the side. But, you know, nothing that directly links, 
you know, to the recording sites. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm basically advertising two different um, places every week. You know, it's like, you know, on Tuesday I do the promo and I advertise that, and then on Wednesday I advertise the actual um, talk shoe site. Now the promo links everything, but you know how much filter and flow that goes there is, pro- you know, is pretty minimal. You know, it's stuff like that, stuff that's been plaguing us for a while, and you know, thankfully this show doesn't really cost anything to create. Outside of like uh, a monthly Skype expense, so mm-hmm. you know we can yeah because you need to use a, a group call thing, right? Yeah, it's like so you know we can do this show uh, for as long as we, you know basically like there's no formal pressure to get an audience and you know make money and make this a business and all that stuff. You know, it's always been the end goal, like, ever since we started this uh, thing uh, from 2009. But, you know, it's never happened for one reason or another. It, you know, I'll be honest, it may never happen. It may happen next week. Um, nah, no. I mean, well, next week we don't have a show, so. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, we, we've we had some dalliances with the greater... Um, video game sphere, you know, we've broken news on this, we, you know, mm. we have one show that's, um, like, uh, a hell of a, you know, like, almost X amount of downloads um, above everything else, and, but that was a spike, you know, the, yeah. you know, um, you know, and th- that gets into, like, two kinds of marketing, you know, do you build, you know, do you build towards you know, getting views, or do you build towards, like, having an audience and all that stuff? You know. All we want is to be internet famous. Can't you do that? I'm like... I'm kidding. Uh, like, the, the point is, um, you know, where we are now, I think, um, creatively, we're pretty good. Like, we're, we're pretty rock solid um, in our team chemistry. Uh and our dynamics, you know, even though they'll be altered again, I don't think, uh, you know, Ogre gave us another teeth update lately, uh, like a couple days ago. He has them. Yeah, he has them. <laughs> well, it, well, he, it's more, they're going through uh, insurance processing. He should mm-hmm. have, like, he's saying he might be back by December. Mm-hmm. A little well, they might be in by December. We don't know if he has after that. He didn't say anything it on that. It shouldn't be too much, I think. Yeah. The, the hardest yeah. part with uh, dentures is getting them in. I mean, getting them fitted and stuff once they're in. Well, yeah, well these are also implanted ones, so there might be a little bit of extra healing involved in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, you know, Max going through one of his periodic, you know, we're going to get serious about you know, the programming, and, you know, I do this as my job because, well, um, I I think I mentioned last week, um, I'm on, you know, I'm on disability, so I can't, you know, you know, this is a way for me to work um, without working, basically. Do something useful that isn't just stare at a blank wall all day. I was actually there at one point, and um, it wasn't fun. 
<laughs> I can imagine. You know, I, I'm like, yeah. mind you, there's still a lot of sitting at home because I do all this at home um, currently. You know, I mean, that's a distant goal. You know, <laughs> maybe one day centralizing and um, upgrading the production you know, to like an office. Oh, God, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's more if, like, Max Media Empire takes off, you know. Well, yeah. Maybe he can actually fucking hire, you know, <laughs> you know, we can actually, you know, move everybody to one fucking location and, you know, <laughs> you know, be the next rooster teeth. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. I, I haven't given up on ambitions. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I... You know, getting back to my original point, I mean, just look at the people we've had on the program. You know, it's like we've had um, far and away what I ever would have expected um, mm-hmm. from uh, you know from the video game industry. I think from uh, the video game industry side, we've been doing above any expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our you know our default guess is gonna be you know probably some new indie, but you know we've you know we've had Namco Bandai, Bandai mm-hmm. Namco. I will never get that straight. You know we've had Square Enix, we had Nvidia on, we just had Obsidian on. Yeah, we've had multi-million dollar companies hang out and talk with us for an hour. Yeah, uh, you know it's like we're you know, and I never would have expected that. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah, we don't have a lot of those, but you know that—that's you know even if we were a bigger show, uh, like I guess it would be easier with uh, if we were bigger, more notable. But it's also it's exhausting getting uh, getting people on. Like it took me a long, like about a year to get Bandai Namco on the show. And yes, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and now, and I'm trying to expand our connection there, but uh, you know beyond Steven... That hasn't really happened, you know, mm-hmm. due to um, the wall of silence. Like, you know, we were supposed to have the Tales of um, Brand Manager on here at one point, and she just went quiet. And apparently she's mm-hmm. being tra- she was being transferred to another division. Ah. Mm. You know, got the follow-up on that. But, you know, point, you know, the point is, and we've also had, you know, um, really notable um, figures in this industry, you know, um, you know Tom Hall, um, Grant Kirkhope, Lauren Lanning, um, just recently, um, you know, uh, Robert Smedley, you know, the creator of EverQuest. Like, uh, you know, we, we've had them on, on our show and, you know, um, done really deep interviews and shit. So, and we'll probably have more um, le- veterans of the industry on um, one way or another. So, and um, games, uh, reviews, like, um, that's something that's really expanded this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, it, like, we, like, we were doing, like, uh, sometimes one game a a week, and um, now we're doing. You know, now we got um, like two games a week, mm-hmm. and um, you know, sometimes uh, occasionally like three. Although that's special circumstances. Yeah. You know, 
I'm not sure what we would do, uh, you know, capacity uh, beyond that. Yeah, I don't think we have enough people to actually do that and get a, you know, reasonable review out of it. Yeah, because we, you know, we do the roundtable thing and, you know, and, you know, I I like doing them. I just, I wish they were better advertised because I don't have time to do a promo for, like, for every fucking game we get. Yeah. Like, like, you know, these are the challenges we have to face ahead, you know. Um, you know, better advertising for our, uh, you know, our Euro shows. And, you know, granted, that, that's always going to be a bit of a problem because that goes out at uh, Tuesday mornings. Like, you know, th- that's something I I wouldn't be concerned about, you know, getting an audience for. That That's more for the um, guest convenience. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, just, be- you know, better distribution, be- you know, better advertising, better marketing, like, you know, Max sometimes wonders why we haven't made it big. Um, you know, MSP is its own thing, but you know, as far as fragments go, I, I'm like I'm I'm under no delusions of where we are. Like you mm-hmm. know, where are we're technically we're performing better than expected. Yeah, like I'm ter- I'm talking about in terms of ratings. Like yeah. you know, we've got a, oh, yeah. we've got our audience. You know, people are listening. It's just you know they you know. Um, they they never talk, you know, outside yeah. of the the people who show up in the chat room regularly. And honestly, that's you know that is one area where we've actually fallen. And I think I know why. Because um, you know Naka, you know, like Naka used to be our draw, you know, our casual draw, such as he was. And you know, uh, even though Naka still does the promo occasionally, I. Yeah. He's not that bad at it, but sometimes he forgets. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I honestly forgot this week, but um, yeah, the promo has very minimal effectiveness these days because Naka hasn't been on the program since 2015. And that was mm-hmm. one-off. He hasn't been a regular cast member for two years. You know, people noticed. Now, that... You know, we hope we can entertain you as much, but we know our names aren't as big as hits. Yeah, but well, you're more reliable. Like uh, you know, not for nothing, but I, I don't miss Naka in terms of his schedule. Like we really, really had problems working around that because you know. And he does have his own other stuff that he's doing. Yeah, but I'm I'm mainly talking about his work schedule. That really clashed with us. Yeah. You know. So not having to. I think wasn't he getting home like less than half an hour before show started? Sometimes. Sometimes like that, and, and you know, you know, honestly, it's better for both of us that he, you know, he's no longer a regular. Um, yeah, like again, he's welcome to come back whenever. It's just yeah, like <clears throat> yeah, and he's probably going to come back at the end of the month when he, uh, we interview Madame Barry. No. Though I, I don't think he's actually committed to that yet. Well, I mean, he's literally going well, in to be in writing. Same, he's literally going to be in the same room. So, expect, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like I don't think he's going to shimmy off to the side. If he could, <laughs> he could, but I know him. Like, remember, I, I, I've actually known him for several years. Yeah. So, um, he he might be a bit awkward with the new cast. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think he's interacted with any of you guys. 
Um, he's interacted with me because I've co-hosted on MSP a few times um, when he was there. Yeah. Um, point B, um, like you know, it's like better um, audio quality. Another thing we've gotten is um, the recording of talk show, and I've listened to them. It's okay. It gets the job done. But it's not as clear as the Skype call. Yeah, it's like that's an, that's another thing that um, hopefully we can fix. It's just um, we do like being an audio podcast. The, you know, we have been pressured by um, a couple of guests to like switch to video. That has its own issues. Mm-hmm. Like. Maybe we'll like maybe we'll have a video show as well. I mean, you know, these are things to think about. So even if it's just me streaming the, whatever game we're talking about on Twitch or whatever while the podcast <laughs> is happening around it. Yeah, it, it's also uh, keep in mind that the, you know, like the you know the audio podcast here is the most accessible, mm-hmm. and I think even if we move the sh- the recording off of Talk Shoe, we would probably keep it as a distribution center. Because, yeah, because it's a free gateway to iTunes. Well, and emphasis on free because, um, you know, I've looked at SoundCloud. Uh, like sound, like uh, after a certain amount, you have to pay money. Uh, yes. To host. A lot of places you they aren't free. Yeah. Talkshoe is which is fine for the for things that, those things to do that and for things that use them, but it doesn't. Uh, Exactly, gel with our business model or yeah. lack thereof. Yeah, it's like to, yeah, to, like TalkShoe is free and it's got links. You know, it's got you can connect up to the big stores. You know, you can connect up to iTunes. You can connect it up to Google Play now when it you know allows. It, I mean, it just takes a little bit of finagling for Google Play, but it can work. Yeah. I'm not sure if uh, that's allowed on Amazon. Um, I don't think Amazon has a thing for actual podcasts yet. I should uh, maybe uh, maybe that's something that they would do in the future, but mm-hmm. you know, like if they allow it, we'll look into putting ourselves on there. Right, um, like you know, uh, and so on and so forth. You know, the the point is we have ideas of how to progress forward. You know, it's like, and you know, as far as like making money off of this, well, you know. How is everyone else doing it? You know, you know, we'll look into like advertising and um, sponsorship. Uh, not just that, but you know, hopefully, eventually, um, uh, uh, pa- uh, Patreon, mm-hmm. as my friend loves uh, likes to say, um, you know, uh, pa- um, Patreon. Everybody you know, something to cover our expenses if we decide to go to like one of those paid options. Yeah, like well, you know, and everybody's on Patreon. Like, I think I saw a tweet recently that mentioned, you know, that Patreon has really eliminated the scourge of quote-unquote e-begging. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because, you know, like, asking for money from your fan base was seen as a taboo, like, uh, like eight years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff, stuff like that, but, you know, the fact of the matter is... Do, now, now there's a way to do it unobtrusively. I mean, the fact of the matter is, stuff like podcasting, doing YouTube, uh, doing Twitch streaming, they're jobs now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. They're legitimate jobs no matter what people say. And, you know, um, in spite of our, you know, um, constraints, 
we are a real show. We, you know, this has been my career, basically, for the last three to, I don't know, eight years. I've, I've been doing this stuff. Now. And, yeah, it's like, it's, uh, it's disappointing that we've never, you know, reached the wide audience. But it's also mm-hmm. something that doesn't get me down because, you know, there's always tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, moping about it isn't gonna get isn't gonna get you there. Yeah, it, it's also having the realization that you may never get there. Like, yeah, it, you know, here's one of the things: um, striking it big can be luck. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, then again, I mean, shit. Look at Max's aspirations. Max's been working on uh, making Moonhawk into a transmedia franchise for 15 years, at least. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, uh, probably more, like maybe about 20 years now, like all told. You know, when he first conceptualized that in the um, late 90s. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> he's, a, he's actually attempting to, you know, make movies and, you know, Hell, you know, he doesn't have an update, but, you know, he just released the um, soundtrack. Now, that he's had for, I think, I'm trying to, I think that's the old soundtrack, the unofficial soundtrack, yeah, something like that. Point is, you know, we've done a lot of good, but there's still so much we have yet to do. Mm -hmm. Now, sorry for that extended state of the show thing. It's just, like I said, this is a short show, um, and, you know, it seemed, you know, some self-reflection would be good for... Yeah. Anyway, so, let's get into our topic of discussion. Um, there's another current events, uh, uh, thingamajig. And it kind of ties into what I was talking about uh, before, because if you haven't heard this, the uh, it's the Bethesda Review Code uh, controversy, and that is a lot of uh, so Bethesda has changed its um, code release policy. That's the basics, the the, mm-hmm. the very very basics. Now, um, how getting codes work depends. Uh, usually depends on the game. I mean, this is something I encounter on a fairly regular basis because not all codes are created equal, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even on our level. But uh, Bethesda is the first company to um, change its review, uh, uh, to have this uh, unified code policy of uh, you won't get the code until the, uh, the day before release. And or some places it's day of. Yeah. Apparently you'll note this also, as you'll note this amount of time as not long enough to make a review. Yeah. Apparently this all stems back from Doom, uh, the new the new Doom that released this year, mm-hmm. and um, because the mar- like uh, to put it charitably, the marketing for the new Doom was really really fucking terrible, and the media coverage was not kind. Yeah. Everything that. 
yeah, there's should. a reason everyone expected that to not be good. It's because it did all of the things that you don't that usually happens, or that companies usually do with games that they know aren't going to be good, like not letting you review anything. Right. And um, so obviously that didn't turn out to be the case, and you know Doom got released, and it's on track to be considered um, a game of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, like from some publications, our game of the year is going to be different because we never reviewed Doom. We uh, we have not had any interactions with Bethesda. Yeah, um, um, and if we do an external game of the year, maybe it'll make it for some of us. But I don't think most of us have even played that. So no. yeah, I need I know, a new I graphics card. I know I don't have anything to play that on. So yeah, but I'm like this really didn't get announced until. Um, um, that, that's when Bethesda apparently anou- really announced this change. Well, maybe uh, I, either it was Dishonored Two or it was um, Skyrim Remastered or Skyrim. Both. Yeah. Uh, the point is, all Bethesda games um, going forward are going to adhere to this policy, and this has received a lot of flack in the press, obviously. Um, this is not enough time to make a review of a triple-A game. Mm-hmm. You know, Particularly like, one that has a decent amount of playtime to it. Like, you know, Skyrim, e- at minimum, is a 500-hour game. Well, Sky- like, I imagine Skyrim might be easier to review because, you know, it's the, literally the same game, but, well, yeah, but you'd be looking at, like, what, the textures and shit. But, yeah. you know, the, I suppose that depends on your bent. You know, the yeah. point is, you, you know, how it works with the big publications is usually you have one person who plays it throughout like a week or uh, so. Like, you know, the, you know, one person for one review and all that shit. Mm. Like, and... That kind of makes us different in a way because we do roundtable. Yeah. And also, um, those things are expected to like be done. Like, you know, maybe not play everything, but, you know, like they completed the campaign. Yeah, at least bare minimum is campaign completion. Yeah, I mean, we have no aspirations to complete um, rev- uh, games for review. We don't have the time. Or the um, we try, actually. but... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think even if we were full-time, well, I guess I am full-time, and I don't have time because I have other aspects of the show to work on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reviewing games is hard. Yeah, it's like, and so the question is, why, you know, why has this happened? And the answer is, and I, I'm not sure if the media picked up on it. It's because the landscape has shifted. Mm-hmm. See, it used, um, it used to be, um, the video game review of print magazines and later on websites. They were kind of the vanguard, the the barometer of purchasing. At least that was the perception. How 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 much in actuality that is, I'm I'm not sure. That like that's kind of the job of say a statistician. Yeah. But the point is uh I'm like th- th- this viewpoint was so ingrained in the industry that um Aggregate sites commended a ton of 
not so much power, but um, currency. You know, um, Metacritic. Now, uh, just a few years ago, Metacritic was the end-all, be-all of game reviews. Even though yeah. it's not, you know, it's like, even though Metacritic isn't actually a review site, it's an aggregate. It can, yeah, like... There were stories of some people, because the Metacritic score was low, they got fired, and some places bonuses were withheld and whatnot. Yeah, uh, I'm like, I think licenses were um, ended because of a Metacritic score. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll be honest, I don't know how much influence Metacritic has on the industry now, but it's definitely less. It's a lot less. I haven't, like, uh, uh, Critic in a while. Mm -hmm. Like, in fact... Some publications, uh, I, I, I think they might have gotten tired of the Metacritic thing, and they dropped review scores. Like, that, that was unthinkable um, just a few years ago. Like, mm-hmm. like um, uh, I'd say even at the, at the height of this, like, um, sites that didn't do review scores adopted review scores because... You know, the end-all, be-all when it came to the review in, uh, industry, as it was, was that score, that number. You know, fuck the review, fuck everything else, what's your number? Yeah. And now, here in 2016, you know, and on into the future, the foreseeable future, landscape uh, is now in the hands of, you know, um, people like us. Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. like people want either more than that, which is uh, reviews with more descriptions of what they mean and stuff, or less than that, and the only thing they're really concerned about is how many people have seen it. Well, I'm not even talking about reviews. I'm like, I'm talking about coverage. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's like... Um, Instead of hearing a review being belted out to them, they actually want to see somebody playing the game itself. Right. It's like, you know, um, the torch has been picked up by YouTubers by Twitch streamers, um, Let's Players. That's the new, that's kind of the new um, instinct critique, if you will. Like, this is one thing that's been pissing off the news outlets because, well, they didn't get an early copy of Skyrim. Some streamers did. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, and this is kind of a really complicated thing now, you know, because... Yeah, it, it, it's like IGN's kind of the past now. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of um, being, you know, the torchbearer for the industry. I'm not saying that they don't have their place. They still have their place. Like, you know, IGN's still a thing. Like, still a major thing. So is GameSpot. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, you know, lesser sites. Like, in the Nintendo sphere, you've got Nintendo Life. And, uh, so on and so forth. You know, websites still matter, but as far as coverage goes, as far as you know, advertising, you know, it's 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 either moved or is moving toward these spaces. Yeah, like yeah. the only time IGN really covers something is it's for a big event like right. um, E3, Gamescom, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. I mean, well, that's because you know YouTube and Twitch. Are the you know they're the entertainment platforms of the uh, of the new generation. Mm-hmm. You know, you know they, they don't watch television. They watch Minecraft. 
and Bethesda's picked up on this. So they changed their review policy or their uh, game policy to reflect that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you can do this, you know, both ways. Like, I don't see... The thing I don't get is why all games have to conform to the standard. You know, the way it usually works is it's on a per-game basis because some games get um, get the day one thing, get the um, day uh, beforehand. Yeah, like the big AAAs usually get the beforehand ones because they want a lot of people to buy it. Yeah. Well, like smaller, like AA games right. will probably get also, day before. Yeah, you know, we haven't really talked about the scummy side about this. Because, um, you know, going back to Doom, um, this, you know, you know, this policy is usually um, implemented to make sure, you know, to make sure the game gets ahead of bad word of mouth. Yeah, like, for instance, Sonic the Hedgehog, or Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric is a, like, I think day before game that Sega, or at least NDA, before, like, the day before the game came out. Mm. Is it yeah, the day before or day of something? Especially with the way that pre-order is a common and incentivized by the retail side of things mm-hmm. thing that's going on. Uh, uh, in the fucking pre-order culture, I mean... But even aside from that, or, pe- or even if it's not pre-order, early pickup bonuses or something, mm-hmm. that uh, they want people buying those potentially before they hear anything about the games. Mm. Which is troubling, potentially. Oh, that's that's a topic in and of itself some other time. But yeah, th- this is just another thing that makes it re- e- even harder to... Before, it would just be hoping that people didn't look at things before the thing. This, is, this, is try- this could potentially prevent reviews from existing until the thing is released. Right. And, you know, like I said, it makes no sense to... You know, to confine Skyrim to such a um, standard. Because Skyrim... Skyrim I can kind of see because it's a five-year-old game. Yeah. But more of Dishonor 2, which is the next installment of a fairly loved franchise. Right. Well, loved enough to get a sequel. Oh, yeah. And, yeah... That's a camp like that. I don't know how long the campaign is, but I'm presuming it's like eight to ten hours, and there's two characters. So I think the previous game was like twenty. No. So I'd imagine it'd be somewhere around there. No, it's like you know, not really enough time to um, get a measured critique out there, and they know yeah. that. No. But on the other hand, you know, if you want to get impressions, you want to see game footage, you know, if you want to, like, all that stuff, um, you've got it, your options. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, I think the per game base, uh, the per game basis thing 
makes the most sense because, you know, there are some games that, you know, especially like multiplayer games that might not have the day one stuff there or the online yeah. servers, you know. It's a much more nuanced issue than uh, than a lot of people give it, I think. Mm-hmm. At least that's my take on it. Um, final thoughts from you guys? Um, some parts I don't really have a problem with this. Like, yeah, I know the big news companies are going to be upset because they won't get their clicks for day one content. But in a way, it's I don't have. I'm not really, you know, the one who really goes after day one reviews of something. So this isn't really pertinent for me. And also, we don't. We are. We aren't really ones who actually deal with this a lot. I like watching reviews of things, and this, and I think that it's important. I mean, I think one of the biggest things in the world that we need is for consumers to be aware and have information about the things they're purchasing, and this certainly doesn't help that. So it troubles me slightly, mm. but it could be worse, certainly. I don't have much of an issue with it myself. Um, but I can see it might be a problem in some ways. But mm, it's fine for me, at least. <laughs> hmm. Right. So that'll about do it. Um, the episode proper. Be sure to tune in for our, um, spe- you know, our special review of Adult Swim Games Small Radio's Big Televisions. Um, Which is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> More. I am uh, actually playing it right now. Yeah, I'm like, definitely a game that from that studio. Well, technically speaking, it's from an external developer. Like, and in fact, I think all Adult Swim games are from an external developer. Um, Adult Swim isn't exactly made of programmers. Right. Uh, They're a publisher, is what I'm saying, not a developer. So. But they're a publisher who curates a certain style. Right. Um, more on that in the actual review. Um, and uh, if you're listening live, we'll be back in about a half an hour, maybe a bit more. Um, and we'll, uh, you know, until then, good gaming on a portable device, I guess. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.